الحمد لله رب العالمين All praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Lord of the worlds وَشَدُوَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَا And I bear witness that there is no deity of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَأَشَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ And I bear witness that Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the servant and final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala الصادق العمين the truthful the trustworthy صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his salat and salam upon our beloved Prophet Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam upon his family members upon his companions and whoever follows him until the day of Qiyamah. Brothers and sisters in Islam, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In today's day and age, we find that the Muslim of the 21st century became very weak. Weak in our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Weak in true belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Weak in executing the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Weak in carrying out our responsibilities we accepted from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And many times we ask, why do Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala test us why did Allah take away my loved one? Why am I in these difficulties? And our Lord answer us. Our Lord answer our question in the Holy Quran. A question that is many a times asked in a way that not even our ears can hear the question. We feel ashamed to ask questions like that. But undoubtedly, we do ask ourselves these questions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the all-hearing, is the one that hears all questions that has been asked by men. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered our question 1400 years ago. Allah says, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ and surely." We shall try you. We shall test you. Hatta na'lam al-mujahideena minkum was-sabirin. We will test and try you in such a way till we reveal those who truly strive in our path and those who have patience. And Allah ends off the verse by saying, وَنَبْلُوَ أَخْبَارَكُمْ And we will test your facts, your reality, your faithfulness in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all things happening to the child of Adam 
It's only because of one thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want to reveal if we are truly those who claim who we are. In another verse, Allah says, there are those who claim they believe in Allah in the last day, but they don't truly believe. So Allah knows they are amongst us of those people. We don't know who they are. We don't know who's the one that only smile with me, but behind me, he speaks of me. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I will try you until those things are clarified. Until I reveal those people to you. And if we go back in history, in the times of our prophets, then we will find that in each generation or age, Allah have done it. Allah have revealed those who truly strive in the path of Allah. Allah have revealed those who are truly patient with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah have really, truly revealed those who truly follow the faith of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this verse, Allah makes it clear the only way to find these three uh, realities is with hardship and with test. And in today's time, we find the test of our Lord is in various ways. Everyone experiences tests in different ways. Although we find most of our tests come to financial difficulties. But then we speak to someone else that is not in financial difficulties. Then we find that person experienced something different from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we find men, it doesn't matter in what position Allah put them in, testing them. We find them moaning and groaning with the decision of their Lord. Nothing that happens to us is except by the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we find ourselves in difficulty, we should know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us. And so Allah teach us in Surah Al-Fajr, the human short-sightedness. Difficult things happen to us, then we see it in a total different way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained to us in these verses, in Surah Al-Fajr and says, فَأَمَّا الْإِنسَانُ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَأَكْرَمَهُ وَنَعَّمَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَكْرَمًا Allah says, And as for men, when his Lord tests him, and is generous to him, and favors him, he says, My Lord has honored me. That's what we do. We praise Allah when Allah grant us. When we have, sometimes we also forget about Allah when Allah grant us. But we feel happy when Allah gives us. And Allah goes further and says, وَأَمَّا إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ فَقَدْرَ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقَهُ فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَهَانًا He says, but when he tries him, when he tests him, and restricts his provision. He says, my Lord has humiliated me. Then we are displeased with Allah. We are not satisfied with Allah's decision. Allah reminds us and continue. Allah says, 
Allah says, you, you worry when I don't give you. You want more from me, but you forget. Now, but you do not honor the orphan. Allah says, when you had, when I gave you, when you had sufficient to give to the orphan, you forgot about the orphan. But you want me to give you, but you don't give to others. Allah says, وَلَا تَحَاضُّونَ عَلَىٰ طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينَ And you do not encourage one another to feed the poor. Although you have, although you know someone else have, you won't encourage each other, you will leave the poor, not caring about them, not worrying about them. But you still come to me and ask me to give you more. Allah says, and you consume the inheritance all together. You take the inheritance of those that's supposed to inherit and you snatch it for yourself. You don't give them the inheritance that they're supposed to get. But still you come to me and ask me for more. Allah says, and you love wealth with immense love. Why do Allah mention that to us? You love wealth with immense love. Allah remind us because we should have immense love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah says, you come to me, you ask me for wealth, and then you love what I give you more than what you love me. It don't make sense. So Allah remind us of these things. Allah remind us of my servant. There's nothing wrong for you to ask me. But there's certain duties and responsibilities that you forget when I give you. So I remind you of my servant. If you want, then fulfill your duties. And then I'll grant you more. That's what Allah says. And those who are thankful to Allah, they will give more. And Allah will... Allah will grant them more because they carry out the duties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wish of them. So we should again ask ourselves the question. We shouldn't ask, why am I in this difficulty? We should ask, do I carry out what Allah wish for me to do? It means if I do carry out what Allah wish, we mentioned this before by saying that Allah don't sin a test or a difficulty upon people, except that the Muslim people are at fault. We can't say the non-Muslims don't do. They already don't follow the law of Allah. But we claim we believe in Allah. We claim we follow the laws of Allah. We claim we love Allah. We claim we love Rasulullah But the question is, do we follow the teachings of Allah, the commands of Allah? Do we follow the teachings of Rasulullah So now we ask us the question, how do we overcome difficulty and fearful times? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches this. Whatever you give or spend in the way of Allah will be returned to you in manifold increase. Allah the most bountiful and most loving commands us in the Holy Quran. And Allah says, وَمَا تُقَدِّمُوا لِأَنفُسِكُمْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ تَجِدُوهُ عِنْدَ اللَّهُ وَخَيْرًا وَأَعْظَمَ أَجَرًا Allah says, whatever good you send forth, 
Each for yourself. Nothing that we do. We make our salah. We give zakah. We fast the month of Ramadan. We love beautifully with one another. Nothing is there to empower Allah. Nothing is there to favor Allah. All that we do is only for ourselves. If I want to start the car, I need to put in the key in the ignition and turn it. I can't get in the car, although today's cars, mashallah, you just, I don't know, press a button and it goes on. But still you have to press the button. You can't get in the car, sit there and expect the car to start. Or the car will just drive. There's certain nizam, certain things that I have to put in place before it comes to that. So I can't just wish for Allah to grant everything what I wish for. And then I don't do my duty. I don't start everything. So if I give in the part of Allah, Allah will grant it back to me manifold or plentiful. Even though it's not maybe in the, in the, in the form of wealth, it's in form of other things. Allah knows what we need the most. We don't know what we need. We think we need money. We think we need a big house. We think we need a car. We think we need a, a, a bank balance to, to strike. Allah knows that is not what you need. If it is that we knew what we need, Allah would have put in that in Surah Fatiha. Allah says in Surah Fatiha, when it comes to the need of mankind, Allah says, what we should ask Allah, Allah didn't speak about money or house or wealth or bank balance. Allah said, Your biggest need that you have, O child of Adam, is to be guided on the straight path. And if you're on the straight path, you're on the way to host Jannah. And if you achieve Jannah, you have achieved success. So even if Allah don't return it to us in, 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 in money, in value of money, and Allah is keeping it us for a great, a great reason. And we should accept that from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, Whatever good you send forth, it's for yourself. You shall find it with Allah. When you return to Allah, you shall find that good deed that you did by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is better and its reward is greater. That what you find by Allah, we have sometimes never patience. Why must I wait till I come by Allah? I wanted here now already. Allah says that is better. That was by Allah. That you will get by Allah. It's better than what Allah will give you on this world. And a greater reward. And Allah says, and ask forgiveness to Allah. You want Allah's sustenance? Ask many forgiveness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should every day, every walk to every second, say astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. And then Allah says, Inna Allah ghafoor rahim, be away surely. Allah is most forgiving, most merciful. So all Allah wishes for us, waiting for us to come to Allah. Allah is most forgiving. And we should spend on those in need. It is highly recommended. And it's a form of ibadah, a form of worship. Allah's Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says 
A generous person is close to Allah, close to paradise, close to people, and far from the hellfire, far from Jahannam. Brothers and sisters, here's, here's two registration numbers. The traffic is downstairs. They will pull your car away if you're not going to move it. It is CA308620. CA308620 and CN23934. Please, it's in, it's in front of people's houses probably, people that need to come out. We ask, we urge you to remove your vehicles and not park in front of the people's driveways. If you're not, the traffic's will remove it and you will have to go fetch it by them. Shukran. Allah says, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam says, a generous person is close to Allah. We want to be there. Close to paradise. We want to be there. And close to people. We want to be close to each other. And far from the hellfire. We want to be far from the hellfire. It's a generous person. However, a miserly person is far from Allah, far from paradise, far from people, but close to the hellfire. May Allah protect us from that, inshallah. Allah loves those more. Allah loves more an ignorant man who is generous than a worshiper who is miserly. Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also remind us in the Holy Quran by saying, لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ never, never will you attain righteousness until you spend from what you love the most. I don't know that. Allah have left it open. Allah didn't mention what we love the most. Each one of us knows what we love the most. And we will never be righteous people until we spend of that what we love the most. We're coming to our festival time. I know people love their time. I love my time. I also want to go enjoy myself. I also want to walk around. I also want to do this. I can't help now. It's my time. So that means that is most beloved to you. So you will never be a righteous person until I sacrifice and spend that what I love most. Other people, I walk around all the time. Well, I'm not going to give my money. It's my money. I worked hard for that money. This person is asking for bread. I'm not going to give them. They are lazy people. They don't want to go work. I will never be a righteous person until I spend of that what I love most. So the thing that is difficult for me to part, that is the thing that I love most. And whatever you spend of things, then indeed, Allah is all-knowing. Allah knows exactly if that is your most beloved thing or not. Because we can't try to fool. I can lie to myself and say, no, this is my beloved thing, that's not really my beloved thing. Allah knows if it is truly. Brothers and sisters, our Prophet والسلام, mentioned to us in the hadith saying, Every one of you will certainly meet your Lord. Every one of you will certainly meet Allah. On the day that He meets Him, there will be no curtain between them, nor any 
interpreter. So it will be us and Allah alone. He shall then say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Did I not send you a messenger who was conveying the message to you? He will say, Certainly. He shall then say, Allah will again ask the person, Did I not give you property and show favor unto you? He will answer, Certainly. Then he will look to his right and see Jahannam. The, the servant of Allah will look, look to his right and see Jannah. Sorry, he will see Jannah. And he will look to his left and he will see Jahannam. When the Prophet said those words, the Prophet told his followers, guard you against the fire. Guard you against Jahannam. Even though it be with half a date. Even if you should spend a half a day, protect yourself against the fire of Jahannam. And then the Nabi said, And if any one of you does not have even that much, he should do so with good words. Say beautiful words to one another. That will also protect you from the fire of Jahannam. Brothers and sisters, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the understanding of these words. The commands of our Rabb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the teachings of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The mission of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam is to be explained in this short hadith. The Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was once sitting with his companions. And then he saw and with him was sitting a lady with an infant, with a baby. And this baby of her was crawling the fire there was a fire burning and every time we know children they are amazed by fire and light and things that attract them and this baby every time crawled towards the fire children is not born with fear that baby will touch the fire and then every time the mother used to get up and go fetch a baby and pull the baby away from the fire and it continued like that and the Nabi was observing this, looking at her, and he, said, he told the Sahabas, his followers, he said, I am unto you like this mother, and you like that baby. Every time you move towards the fire of Jahannam, and I come and I remove you away from the fire of Jahannam, and then you go again towards the fire of Jahannam, and I come and I remove you away from the fire of Jahannam. Brothers and sisters, that is why it is so important for us to learn the knowledge of the Qur'an and to learn the teachings of our Prophet because that will be the only means for us to be kept away from the fire of Jahannam. May Allah protect us, inshallah. May Allah grant those in difficulty, may Allah grant them ease, inshallah. May Allah grant those who are sick, may Allah grant them the health, inshallah. Those who have passed on, may Allah grant them a high place in Jannah, inshallah.